a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah, Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people on RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. Friday night edition of the show, 18th of November. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. You and I are staring a week off right in the face. Oh, yes, we are. Thanksgiving is next week, folks. And I don't know about Craig, but I have family coming in Sunday, different people coming in all week. And I'm actually doing Thanksgiving this year for extended family you so know I, I need the whole week off to prepare for this <laughs> well and and i our our thanksgiving plans are kind of up in the air right now i'm not sure what's going to happen but that's a whole different thing but i got to tell you folks you listeners diane was kind enough to invite me down to south florida for thanksgiving and at, yeah and at first i i kind of said yeah you know that's that's probably not going to happen but then I got to rethinking it yesterday, and Diane and I haven't even had a chance to talk today uh, until we got ready for the show, but uh, I thought, you know, maybe what I ought to do is just take the right side Patriots Learjet and (laughs) fly down to Florida. So I called our pilot, and um, his name is Jackson Tarmac. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I called Jackson Tarmac, and I said, hey, uh, you know, our, if, if you don't have any plans, I said, you know, uh, why, why don't we uh, make a run down to South Florida and join Diane for Thanksgiving dinner? And Jackson said it sounded like a great idea, and he'd love to do it, but, and there's always a but, you know. Of course. Yeah, he um, apparently he's having gender reassignment surgery on Monday, and he oh, just no. yeah he just doesn't feel like he's going to be up for the trip after having his cockpit removed. <laughs> so, no, I don't think so. Kind of kind of had to scrub that plan, but I sure thank you for inviting me though. That was nice. Yeah, and think we'll be having Thanksgiving out on the the patio. Um, it'll be in the high 70s, which is balmy, nice weather, and you'll be freezing your patootie off. Well, yeah, yeah, we will be. Actually, next week it's going to be fairly oddly nice around here. It's going to be up in the mid-40s, so yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Um, 
it was like almost zero when I got up this morning. So, oh fun, yeah, oh fun. It, it's going to take a while to get used to calling Jackson Tarmac Jackie, but <laughs> yes, it'll be even funnier when you find the Learjet. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. we had one. <laughs> well, yes, yes, we do. RSP one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, maybe he's going to become a flight attendant now instead of a pilot. We don't know. That could be. We'll Never wait and know. see. See how that works out, folks. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. It's been a it's been a weird week. It's it's been a busy week, but. I think, Diane, we need to start off by tooting our horn. I think we have set a brand new record, you and I. Oh, for how long on election night? Well, kind of, kind of. Okay. Okay. When we signed off on election night, we predicted that the GOP was going to win the House and probably wouldn't win the Senate, although there might be a runoff in Georgia, and we still don't know how that's going to turn out. But, Diane, you and I called the election eight days before the national media. I think that's a record. (laughs) I think that's true. Absolutely. Well, why don't we tell our listeners what we're coming back with as far as, you know, what we're going to present in each of our segments. And I know I, for one, I have a solution to bring integrity and sanctity back into the election process. Well, I, and that, and folks, it's, it's a good op-ed. I've had a sneak preview, but it's, I hate to say it, but it's kind of pointless because, you know, integrity, yes. Sanity, in Washington, I didn't say sanity. I said sanctity. Oh, sanctity. Okay. Yes. I just, so why don't you just say, never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, if you're looking for sanity in Washington, you're looking in the far no, reaches of the wrong sanctity. place. I said sanctity, and that will be explained in the article. Well, in my article for, for when we come back, which is what, the 28th? 20 uh the articles get posted on the 28th we'll be back on air on the 29th okay so my article has everything to do with technology Mm-hmm. kind of snarky yes. kind of fun few laughs yep so okay so we got that yeah and can, we're ready for that so yeah can i just interject a little something please do Well, our great Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, just warned the World Economic Forum that its globalist policies will not be happening here in the Sunshine Freedom State. (laughs) Good for him. You know, and, you know, as long as we're talking about uh, elected officials from the state of Florida, Matt Gates uh, Mm -hmm. from down there in Florida, he's one of three right now who says he has no intention of voting for Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker. Yes. I, I'd rather see somebody else than McCarthy. It's not that I have anything really against him. There's just something, I don't know, something beneath the surface that I don't like. I know. I feel the same way about McCarthy, and I'm not sure why exactly, but I... I right. 
maybe it's just that I don't trust him. Now, the the three, including uh, Matt Gates, they haven't said who they're going to vote for, but three of them say they're not going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And if Kevin McCarthy doesn't get 218 votes, he's not going to be the House Speaker. So Correct. that's a little intrigue to look forward to. We're going to have to see how that shakes out. He thinks he has it, by the way. He thinks well, he has it. But when I looked at some of the numbers and went through who wants to possibly, you know, put their name in and this and that, I'm not so sure he does have it right now. Well, you know, right now we're sitting at 219. Now, obviously, <laughs> the counting from the election night still isn't over. There Can are you still a that few. In this I know. Country? <clears throat> I know. There are still a few places that have to count up their votes. Now, they're saying we could come in between 220 and 223 or 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's possible. I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe 222, 223 is, is where we're going to wind up. Now, if that's the case and McCarthy can get everybody except the three who now say they won't vote for him to vote for him, then he'll still have it. Yeah, but don't even count on that happening because the seats that are still being counted are in La La Fornia. Well, but but there are seats that we have a pretty good shot at winning, but, you know, of course, they keep manufacturing more ballots out there. Exactly. So who the hell knows? Yeah, who the right. hell knows? You don't know what can happen. You know, uh, UPS trucks could be delivering ballots in the middle of the night, you know, with an but, oops, we well, forgot to pick these up. Wouldn't be I, the first time. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. No, we, know. Need, we need to change our, <clears throat> our ways of voting. And like I said, I'll, I'll get into that in our comeback article. It's just... Uh, it's nuts. Just it it's, is nuts. It's nuts. The, the, the most powerful country in the world, and we can't even count our votes within a day or two. It takes over a week. There's something, you know, seriously wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Well... Look, we've got other stuff to talk about tonight, too. In, in fact, Chuckles the Clown, Chuckles Schumer, mm-hmm. well, he came out uh, yesterday and he said some things that were kind of weird. He said, uh, people in our country aren't reproducing the way they used to at the rate they used to. And, uh, you know, he's he's talking about all found. sorts of things, illegal aliens, you know. And, and so, by the way, he got the number of illegal aliens way wrong. Oh, way underestimated it. Way, way underestimated. Yeah, he he called it nine million. Well, back in two thousand nine, when he was talking against illegal immigration, it was it was nine million. Right. So, and I mean, he wants to give it to all. He calls them immigrants. We call them what they are illegals. He wants to give it to illegals, dreamers, and all of them. Because listen to this one. He doesn't care how many undocumented quotes are here. He wants them all across the board to to be allowed to be here, to get citizenship, whatever. And it's uh, it's it's ridiculous. It's under the guise of what was 
you know, we were lambasted for and what was known as the great replacement theory. Right. If any of you remember that, it's the left's idea that they want to make a deliberate attempt to replace Americans with immigrants. And that's, I mean, our side said that's what the Democrats are trying to do. And the Democrats at that point, Chucky included, said that was a conspiracy theory. Right. But now he's proposing the same thing that he said was a conspiracy theory. Oops. Probably shouldn't yeah, have done oops. that if he was paying attention to himself. Right. You know? Now, maybe there wouldn't be such a problem with people reproducing at the same rate they used to if the liberals weren't so high on abortion. That's true. You know, uh, the liberals, the Democrats use abortion as contraceptive. Well, measures. And, and I put a lot of the, the, the blame for reproduction numbers being down on the fact that transgender men just aren't getting, or transgender women aren't just getting pregnant the way they used to. I mean... You know, men that become women and, you know, men, men in general, apparently, according to liberals, can get pregnant and they're just not doing it at the rate they used to. I never knew they used to. Well, I apparently mean, they when did. When I was but, uh, growing up, when I was growing up, women had babies, not men. Well, and, you know, if you, you and I were, were kind of, you know, we're history nuts, we're archaeological nuts. You know, science nuts. nuts. We, yeah, we, we, we love all that stuff. And if you go back through the annals of archaeology, apparently, and, and, and I think there needs to be a congressional investigation into this, but apparently uh, for thousands of years, archaeologists mm -hmm. have never found anything but a male or a female body, ever. They've never no. found an in-between. They've never found a trans. They've never, you know, I mean, you know, they, they keep digging up bodies and, and every one of them is either a male or a female. True. That's because this is all part of the woke nonsense. And, you know, there's a new saying going around. I'm not woke. I'm awake. Yeah. And there's a big difference. A big difference. Big uh, Ch difference. Chucky Schumer must be asleep because, you know, uh, in 2009, he was 100% against illegal aliens coming into this country. Right. He ranted about it. He raved about it. He talked about closing the border. He talked about building a wall. He was all in favor of those things, completely not in favor of illegal immigration into this country illegal aliens pouring across the border but that was 2009 this is yeah, well, now well what's also funny about this whole thing especially with the house do you remember in 2020 we were maybe five or six seats behind we right. came pretty close back then and they were, you know, heralding, the Democrats were heralding themselves. See, we beat them by a margin and blah, 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 blah. Well, it might turn up that those numbers have been flipped now. It's us with hopefully, even though not probably, but hopefully five seats more than the Democrats. 
But that now they're saying, oh, they just made it. They just squeaked by. Right. Well, you know, it's all it's all in how you look at it. Right. True. And well, it's really how many votes do you need to do this, that or the other thing? Because with them, it's all about votes. They don't care about the issues. They don't care about inflation, about crime, about gas prices. They don't care about all that as long as you vote Democrat. Well, I'll tell you, it's going to be interesting as we move forward, especially with what we were talking about, Kevin McCarthy and and whoever's the House Speaker, because I'll tell you, whoever the House Speaker winds up being, whether it's McCarthy or somebody else, they're going to need to have a, an iron backbone and a set of brass cojones, because they yeah. need to stand strong in the House and not let any of this liberal foolishness get through. No, and they they damn well better start some investigations. And yes, we know they're going to investigate Hunter, but you know what? The Hunter has to be a two-four. Hunter and the big guy. Well, and I think it is, because if you listen to Jim Jordan yesterday mm-hmm. and today, he has he has really put different groups on notice, and one of them is, you know, this isn't going to be an investigation only into Hunter Biden because they have the evidence that Joe was complicit in all of this. Right. So it's it's in it's going to be an investigation into him too. So yeah, yeah, it should be fun. It's yeah, it's I'm going to make popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> when those hearings start, I'm going to be watching them. Um, yeah. Speaking of Biden, his student loan forgiveness program is in deep doo-doo. And apparently now he's asking the Supreme Court to breathe new life into it. But, Diane, if they do that, aren't they legislating from the bench? Absolutely, because it's illegal what he's doing, and he knows it's illegal. So what he's doing is asking the Supreme Court to overrule the rule of law. And And if they do do it, then they are committing a crime that's twice in one minute we said doo-doo yeah (laughs) um corinne jean pierre today said that uh regarding that student loan forgiveness thing Mm -hmm. uh, she said no baseless lawsuits are going to stop this from happening well they're not baseless lawsuits because the the constitution is clear the president doesn't have the purse strings. The House exactly. has the purse strings. Congress allocates the money. And we're in control of the House. But it even goes farther than that. Biden, in utter stupidity, told these students who are eligible for this program, declare bankruptcy. And what? then you don't have to pay it back at all. But Biden is so dumb I I don't know of a more polite word than saying dumb, because you get a bankruptcy, that follows you forever. Yeah, nothing like declaring bankruptcy when you're 20. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it it makes no sense. When I heard him say that, I was like, are you insane? You're telling a young adult just starting out declare bankruptcy? They'll never get mortgages. They'll never get, you know, certain things. But your record has to be fairly clean, as far, you know, monetary-wise. Yeah, it's now, not easy to come out of a bankruptcy either. Now, now Diane, you, you are, uh, here you're making a, a grave error. 
you're applying common sense to this issue. Okay. True. All and, he wants is votes. And, He's and this, buying votes again. Well, it goes deeper than that, I believe. Okay. okay. If you declare bankruptcy, let's say you're in your early to mid twenties. Let's say you're mm-hmm. you're just out of college, you're you're supposed to be paying back your student loans, you're what, twenty four, twenty five years old, right? Mm-hmm. And you declare bankruptcy, and like you said, and rightly so, that follows you. Okay? Right. It makes it very difficult to do things unless the liberals step back in and say, well, you know, because you got in trouble on your student loans and you had to declare bankruptcy, we're going to buy you a house and we're going to buy you a car and we're going to do this. I mean, no, that's this, not going to happen. I, I'm just looking at this. I don't put anything past the liberals. Okay. You forget who controls the house now. Yes, but I don't forget that we won't always be in control. Okay. And, and I'm looking down the road and, and I'm looking at this. You only have to write I, now. I, I just, just let me finish. What I'm saying is I think liberals might be setting the table for a whole new class of welfare recipients. Okay, so you can't get a house, you can't get a car. You know, maybe you're going to have trouble, um, you know, saving money or doing this or doing that. So maybe they're they're looking at this, trying to create a whole new welfare class. I I. I really don't think so. I mean, I'm not saying it's an impossibility, but I don't I don't think so. He's just in my opinion making them beholden to the government. Well, that's what a welfare class is. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying he he cannot say we're going to give you a house. He can't do that. No, I, I, don't get power. hung up. Don't get hung up on that. He doesn't have the power to forgive student loans either. But right, that's you, true. you you know how liberals love victims. And where they can't find a real victim, they'll manufacture a victim. Okay, no, so if, if, if you have to declare bankruptcy because of your student loans at an early age, by golly, you've become a victim. You become a victim, but I don't think you're going to get sympathy from anybody. Not, not from because me. When not you from take you. out a loan, I don't care if it's a student loan, whatever loan it is. When you take out a loan, you sign a note that you will pay back that loan, no matter how long it takes. Basically, you will pay back that loan. Right. So we're going to have a whole generation now of of people that are liars. Okay. I mean, I mean that bothers me. It bothers you. It bothers, I say, ninety nine percent of our listeners. Okay, yeah. it doesn't bother the liberals. They're liars. Why? Why wouldn't they want more liars if they can create more? I mean, my my own thing. Maybe I'm too cynical, but but the way I look at this, maybe they're just trying to create a whole different level of victimhood that they can glom onto down the road somewhere. I'm not saying in the next two years. I'm looking further down the road. And they can glom on it. So, well, you're a victim of circumstance. And equity equity says that you should have access to the things that people who didn't declare bankruptcy. um, I mean, I don't put anything past them. I guess that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But I'm saying I don't put anything past them. I don't put anything past them either. But you forget, in two years, yes, the House will be up for re-election again. However, 
hopefully in two years, we will have a bigger lead in the House. We can take back the Senate and hopefully we'll have a Republican president. And that way, their agenda is dead. Well, hopefully. And if that president is Ron DeSantis, their their agenda is dead basically for a generation. Well, I would I would hope so. You know, and yeah. I mean because DeSantis isn't going to put up with any of that. And I'll I'll go right out on the limb. Trump won't put up with any of it either if he becomes the next president. So No, I don't think know, he would either. Uh that that kind of stuff is is DOA. Uh, at that point, but I mean, I I look down the road. Look how patient the liberals have been for all these decades to get us into the situation we're in now. You know. Yeah, but you forget something, okay? If the Supreme Court, I guess I forget a lot of things. <laughs> if the Supreme Court refuses to take this case and gives the grounds what you're doing is illegal, you cannot do it. The same thing will happen with the giveaway program. Exactly. Exactly. If the president tries to implement it, now I'm not saying Biden's going to implement it within the next two years. I'm, I'm looking at Congress way down the road when power shifts because it always does. Right. Okay. <clears throat> we won't be in charge forever. And somewhere down the road, if Congress shifts and they've got the votes to do it, I don't put it past them. Uh, I mean, a whole new welfare class, a whole new bunch of people that are totally dependent on the government. And by the government, I mean liberals. You know, they'll vote liberal to keep the money flowing, to keep the money coming in, to make their income, to to do all this. I mean, I hope you're right, but I'm not buying into it. Let me give you another reason why I think I'm right. The Democrats are bleeding heart liberals when it comes to certain segments of the population. White young people don't meet their demographic quota. Well, but do you think that's going to stay the same? Because as you look at, especially look at your state in Florida, look how many minorities went for DeSantis. How many minorities went for Marco Rubio? Okay, you know, first I mean, of all, you've got to. We're you've making a lot of inroads there. You've got to understand the word minority. Minority, in this case, um, you're talking about the Spanish minority here. For the most part, they're white. Okay, you you've got to look. Remember, the Democrats look at everything as far as money uh, giveaways. Right. They look at it through the lens of color. Right. Now, now, and to the liberals, the air quote minorities, the ones you say are mostly white, they are. I mean, they're Caucasian. Right. I mean, we, we know that. But the liberals don't view them as Caucasians. That's what I'm saying. You know, the, the liberals view the Hispanics, which isn't a race. Right. Okay. It's, an, it's a, a heritage. Right. <laughs> which is a lot different than being a race, but they look at it as a race. And and they're they're losing those votes. More and more black people in this country are going to the Republican side in record right. numbers right now. They're right. losing that block of what they consider minorities. I don't necessarily consider some of those people minorities, but they do, and they're losing those votes. Well, you also have to look at it this way. How many of us when we were that age were liberal? And well, only most through, of us. And only, let me let me finish now. 
And only through life experience did you realize that, hey, wait a minute, liberalism doesn't work. The same thing will eventually happen to this generation that's caught in this student loan conundrum. They will eventually realize this doesn't work. You know, Every th- generation does. I think it was Winston Churchill. And I'm not positive of this because it's been a long time since I thought about this, but I think it was Winston Churchill that once said, if you're under 30 and you're a conservative, you have no heart. But if you're over 30 and you're a liberal, you have no brain. I don't know if it was him, but I know the quote. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was him. I'm not positive. It could have been. It could have been. It kind of sounds like something he'd say. Yeah. It, all I know is this, this program needs to die. It was illegal to begin with. And Biden has no authority. Even if he EOs something, he does not have the authority to deal with monies. That comes through the House. And right now, he's dead in the water there. He is. I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the SCOTUS does with this. Yeah, I, I have to wonder about, you know, like uh, Amy Comey Barrett. I don't trust her for anything. Ah. She could side with the Democrats. Yeah, we'll but wait and see. there's still not enough. I was right. I just looked it up. Winston Churchill, if you're under 30 and not a liberal, you don't have a heart. But if you're over 30 and not conservative, you don't have a brain. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. Yeah, no, fine. Yeah. I, I didn't know either way who said it, but I've known, I know the phrase. You know, and, um, and, and you're right. I mean, most of us, uh, when we were what I call now kids— but young adults, you know, we, we had a lot of liberal tendencies. I think most of us do. I mean, we have kind of a uh, rose-colored glass look at the world Yeah. at, at that age. Uh, but, you know, when the real world sets in, like you said, you know, then, then you kind of look at things differently and go, oh, well, maybe that, that's not maybe the best way to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's, we all go through that kind of stage. We're very idly idealistic at a young age and then as you get older you realize hmm this isn't the real world and uh it would it's going to happen to this generation also eventually the real world comes along and gives you a flying bitch slap yep (laughs) and then then it's off to conservativeville yep folks we've hit the bottom of the hour or as i call it republicanism that's right We've hit the bottom of the hour. That means we got to take a break, get a couple of station IDs in. We've got one more segment to go on a couple of great topics you don't want to miss out. So stay with us. There's more Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. 
Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out The National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sorry. Right over there at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night. We're getting you through it. Thanks for joining us. If you miss any part of the conversation tonight, you can always go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning. Click the podcast button and this show and all the others are right there sitting there waiting for you. Yep. We love the pod people. Yes, we do. We're getting, we're getting a pretty good following over there on the podcast, and we thank Podbean because they yes. uh, keep that thing up and running like a well-oiled machine. We can get all of our podcasts on there right away, which is good. Mm-hmm. And I'll have that up tomorrow morning. But right now we have to concentrate on Fettermanville. Oh, God, do we have to? Um, did you, by the way, see his joke of a wife? Oh, my God, yes. Did you see the thing that she was parading around the Senate floor that she she's a multi multi, you know, million dollar heiress, supposedly. Um, And she's so proud. And she was telling everyone this ugly dress she was wearing was a thrift shop find. (laughs) This is what she was doing in the U.S. Senate. I know. Hey, Pennsylvania. You, you got what you voted for, right? Or at least yeah. you got what you cheated for. The, yeah, that's more like it. Exactly. You, 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 know what, you know what the Fetterman election shows us, honestly? It shows us that liberals are perfectly willing to vote for somebody who literally has brain damage as long as that person is not a Republican. Yeah. It's sad. But you know what? I will say say something. Oz was not the right one to run there because he actually conducted a lot of camp of his campaign from his home in New Jersey. Yeah, and, and you can't do that. People don't like it, and I, and no. I understand that. You know, no, um, he did go to medical school in New Jersey. That's where he. I mean, in uh, Pennsylvania, that's where he, you know, said, "Well, I'm in Pennsylvania, and this and that." But he's really not, and in a way that's carpetbagging, like what Hillary did with New York. Well, and, you know, Pennsylvania, better luck next time. 
Find yourself a decent candidate. In all of Pennsylvania, you got to have somebody there better than Fetterman. Well, you got six years to wait. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Pennsylvania, the the House in Pennsylvania, this is State House, not the U.S. House. State House, right. The uh, State House has impeached Larry Krasner. He's the uh, DA from Philly. Apparently... Over woke policies and his soft on crime policies. Yeah, it was a 107 to 85 vote. Ouch. And he is the first DA to be impeached in nearly three decades. Well, you know, you look at the, the crime statistics in Philadelphia, and I'm telling you, it's not just the violent crime, it's crime in general, but violent crime is way up. I mean, way up in Philadelphia. Right. And if you go to Philadelphia right now and and you tool around the the downtown part of town and and really honestly close to where Independence Hall is uh, and and places like that, oh my God, you're tripping over homeless people, you're tripping over drug addicts that are passed out on the sidewalks, passed out literally in the streets, yeah. tent cities. It's a freaking mess. Yeah, and uh, but you know, in uh, Democrat areas, they don't see any problem with this. That's not an increase in crime. Oh, right? and, yeah, but but I tell you what, the people of Philadelphia are looking at that, and going, "Hmm, really?" And I'll tell you, you don't get to a vote the way they had one. You don't get to that margin without having some Democrats saying, "Yeah, this guy's got to go." Yeah, well, since he took his position 22 months ago, there have been over 1,000 homicides and over 1,000 carjackings within the 22 months since Kastner took over and held that position. This guy is a total woke ambassador, basically. He's all about wokeism. Well, he's all about soft on crime, too. I mean, he doesn't yeah. uh, really care for the police department in Philadelphia. He's all about releasing criminals, uh, no bail. Uh, he's he's all about, uh, you know, not sending criminals to jail or to prisons. I mean, this is a guy that's in charge of law and order in Philadelphia, and he doesn't give a damn about law or order. No. No, he's just another, you know, liberal spouting off the liberal policies to get votes. It's, it's, well, and look, right now he's the one on the hot seat, right? Philadelphia, the mm-hmm. DA there, Larry Krasner. But I, it doesn't really matter if it's Philadelphia. It could be any other blue city in a blue state. Um, you know, it could be Oakland, California. It could be San Francisco. It could be Portland, Oregon. Uh, could be Chicago. Look at the problems they're having in Chicago right now. Um, Lori Lightfoot, uh, the troll, uh, who's the mayor there, she's running campaign ads like there's absolutely nothing wrong in Chicago. Oh, yes. It's such a great city, right? And you know what? The same goes in New York City with that joke of a Mayor Adams. Yeah. I mean... They need somebody like Giuliani back who cleaned up New York's mean streets, if you will. 
you can't even go out at night anymore in Times Square where there's a lot of tourist, you know, places. You can't go to the museums on Fifth Avenue. They're closing earlier. I mean, this New York well, has become a cesspool. You know, you say you can't go out at night. Well, it's getting to the point where you can hardly go out in the daylight. Yeah, people are afraid. But Hoshel, their newly elected governor, says, oh, there's no increase in crime. You know, her whiny little voice. Well, she says, look at the statistics. Well, if you do look at the statistics, you find out she's lying. She's lying through her teeth. Hey, the only reason... um, that the Republican didn't beat her is because she called in, what was it, Hillary and Obama and Billy Boy, you know, the the, the so-called Democrat, the guns. Right. Yeah, I mean... I mean, but, you know, the, the point is, you look around any big blue city urban area and you're going to find the same problems. You're going to find the same skyrocketing crime rates you're going to find the murder rates going up carjackings going up uh Mm -hmm. overdoses going up homelessness going up i mean uh it's just one thing after another and they don't intend to do anything about it because they keep making excuses and now those excuses diane have really become laughable oh they are laughable they always were laughable i mean he wants to turn arrested drug addicts over to the community groups, you know, (laughs) to make them feel better about themselves. Maybe then they won't do drugs. Give me a break. Really? really? Now let's, let's examine that for just a moment here because we got a couple of minutes. Do you really want to make somebody who is strung out on drugs feel good about being strung out on drugs? Is that the way to get them to quit taking drugs? Really? Well, I kind of have a different opinion than a lot of people about drug addicts. Um, I have no sympathy for them whatsoever. All you have to do, Nancy Reagan's famous line, just say no. I, I really do not have the sympathy for drug addicts. That excludes, of course, the people who for medical reasons have to take drugs like certain cancer patients, some diseases you need, the pain control, and um, a lot of uh, graphs and things like that have proven to help. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who they know we have, let's say, for example, a fentanyl problem in this country, yet they'll buy crap right off the street that could be pure fentanyl. Yeah, they don't even know what they're taking most of the time, and they don't care. I have no sympathy for those people whatsoever. Well, I I don't either. All you have to do is say no. Except that they're littering the uh, sidewalks and streets of our major cities in this country. Other than that, I don't really care. Well, that's because the police don't have the power to get them off anymore. Hello, wokeness. That's right. You know? Defund the police. Don't arrest anybody. If you do, we're going to let them right back out. You right. know, and that's the problem we're seeing around the country. You know, people commit a violent crime, they get arrested by the police, and before the paperwork's done, that criminal's back out on the street doing it all over again. Not in my free state, they're not. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm talking about blue states and blue cities, yes. not red states and red cities. 
And you're a red state now. You're you're glowing red. You can see the red of Florida from space now. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. Uh, in fact, in fact, the Artemis is on its way to the moon. Mm-hmm. Turned around, took a picture. You can see Florida, bright red. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, bright red. You can see it all the way from there. Um, and that thing, that that Artemis launch the other, the other night, that was kind of cool. That was very, very cool. I even took pictures off the TV. We even ran outside to see if we can see, you know, the trail of the rocket going up. Did you? Could you see it? It was a clear night, and you could see something, but... Not enough to say it was Artemis, but not right. enough to say it wasn't. Okay. All right. You know, that type of thing, very hazy. Now, the Challenger, when that exploded, oh, yeah. Remember that famous, well, like, that was, Y smoke thing? Yeah, that yeah. was very visible. Um, but as far as Artemis, no, it's not. It, remember, guys, once the rocket goes up, it's not going straight per se. It's also angling to make right. its loop around the Earth. So even though you think you might see something, you might yeah. see like a vapor trail or something, but there's no way of knowing if that's really it or not. You know, I, I just got, you know, if I could suggest something to NASA before yeah. we move on to our final topic... If you're going to launch in the middle of the freaking night, launch on time. Yeah, you know they those of us who, an hour late. Yeah, those of us who get up in the middle of the night to watch the launch would like to see it when it's supposed to be launched. <laughs> How about those of us that didn't go to bed and just sat there waiting for it? <laughs> All right, another thirty minutes. Come on, guys. But hey, look, at least they got it off the ground. Yeah, and that's a Franken rocket we like to call it because that's made from salvaged parts. It's, there's uh, literally, I mean, there's parts of old space shuttles and parts they had, bits and pieces they had laying around in the shop. <laughs> but know? it worked. <laughs> it got it got off the ground, so um, you know, good for them. And uh, yes. you know, we're we're watching to see how it does, you know, on its journey to the moon, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, and we're watching to see what SpaceX does because they've been test firing uh, some of the new engines uh, for right. their giant starship. And, and so it's, right. it's all kind of fun to watch. Um, look, finally, we have inflation. Now, I know, according to Biden and the Biden regime, inflation is over. It's no big deal. We have 0% inflation, if you ask Biden. Yeah. But that's not really what we're finding out from people who actually understand economics. In fact, they're saying that sky-high inflation might be around for years. Yeah, and that's not great right now. But what happened was Democrats killed a resolution that the Republicans wanted uh, so they can find out information from the Treasury on how spending actually affects inflation. And the Democrats say, no, 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 no. Well, and and what they're basically or specifically talking about is Biden's spending habits 
you know, the the Inflation Reduction Act, right? Right. Uh, which really had nothing to do with inflation. It was all green energy crap. But, you know, there's there what they want to do is, the Republicans, what they want to do is they want to prove that that kind of spending, reckless spending by Congress, mm-hmm. actually increases inflation. Now, we know that's true. We know that's right. what happens. And that is exactly why the Biden regime says, oh, no, you can't look at those numbers. Yeah. Well, uh, they're specifically targeting also a specific part of his spending, and that's the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that Biden signed back in 2021. Remember that? Right. Sure. Um, If he wants to learn how to rebuild and fix the infrastructure, he needs to place a phone call to DeSantis and his, you know, miraculous bridge rebuilding. Come on, Ron DeSantis. What does he know about infrastructure? He's never had an infrastructure problem in Florida in his life. (gasps) Yeah, man rebuilt the bridges to the barrier island, Sanibel, Pine Island, Captiva, in less than a month, folks. And those bridges were wiped out. Wiped out. And Biden still doesn't know, you know, uh, anything about infrastructure, anything about rebuilding, how it's done, how much it costs. But here, let's just throw some billions of dollars at it. Well, and that's because, honestly, the money that was allocated for infrastructure has gone to everything but infrastructure. If you look at what that bill is supposed to do, it has absolutely done nothing because they have spent absolutely 0% of the money on infrastructure. Right. right, But a lot of it goes, you know, to, to the ones with their hands out. They right. shift money around, guys, just like they do with the debt ceiling. Don't really believe that nonsense about high, how high it is. It's paper shifting. They can shift it back down. They, they can do whatever they want with it. You know, it's, it's a good yeah. barometer, but it's not accurate. Exactly. Exactly. But what's interesting about this is the Republicans wanted the accountability, basically, but the Democrats voted unfavorably. That's the word they use for the resolution. Now, that basically kills it. But our representative um, Comer from Kentucky, he's the top Republican on the committee of that's accusing Democrats of willfully ignoring the inflationary effects of the trillions of dollars in spending approved by Biden and his cronies. What is wrong? If Biden has nothing to hide, if he says this money is really being used where I claimed it would be used, what's wrong in giving them the paperwork for verification. It only becomes a problem when you have something to hide. And obviously, Biden again, or we should say Obama, has something to hide. Well, you know, look, you don't have to be an economic genius to figure this out. Okay. When you say we're going to spend our way out of inflation, Well, that only works if you're spending money you already have, but it has the exact opposite effect if you're printing money you've never had before. 
the more money you print, the higher inflation goes. And that's what the Biden regime has been doing since he got into office. They've just been printing money like crazy. And they don't have the treasure to back up what they're printing. Yeah, it's funny money. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it may as well be counterfeit money that they're spending because it doesn't actually exist. There is no backup to that money. There's nothing that makes that money solid. So they're printing dollars and they're spending dollars as fast as they can. Well, when you do that, what you've done is you have devalued the actual dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you have Absolutely. a real dollar, not not a monopoly dollar, if you have a real dollar, it's worth less now than it was when Biden took office because he's printed so many monopoly dollars that he's spending. Yeah. Well, here's something good. The chairman of the committee that said no, basically her name is Carolyn Maloney. She's a Democrat from New York. She said in the middle of all this, going back and forth, it's Russia's invasion on Ukraine that is the major cause of inflation. And now she's accusing the Republicans of turning inflation into a political sideshow. Her comments are alone turn it into a sideshow. The, the invasion had nothing. To, we were on the track for this inflationary disaster well before Putin invaded Ukraine. Exactly. Inflation was already going up because they were already printing funny money. Exactly. But they were giving out money that they printed faster than they could even print more money. And and therefore, you get more and more and more inflation. You don't have to be, uh, you know, a, a nationally known economist to figure this out. No. If you treat funny money the way you treat real money, real money becomes worth less than the funny money. Right. It's it's a, it's a vicious cycle. And uh, right now, until we actually, we got control, but we don't take control until January. So God only knows what Biden and crew are going to try to shove down our throats in the next uh, month and a half. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was, I was just thinking the same thing. Don't be surprised if... The House and the Senate go on a scorched earth policy. We're going to spend like drunken sailors for the next month and a half and and make things worse for the Republicans when they take over. And then they'll blame it on the Republicans. Yeah. And also, remember, in December comes another thing to keep the government funded and open. The best thing the Republicans can do is shut the damn government down. Well, and they probably won't be able to if that occurs in December, because like you said, we don't take over the House until January. But the That's first true. time uh, a budget bill comes along after January 3rd, the Republicans need to look at it and go, oh, no, not with all this pork in it, we don't, and right. shut and it then, down. And remember, those bills to keep the government open are only about three months long. So right. once the, the Republicans have control... Just shut it down. Yeah, just shut it down. I mean, no government in operation is better than the kind of spending we're going through now. Right. Right now, it's a joke. And are the American people seeing anything for it? No. No. Our border is a mess. Inflation is, you know, keeps going higher and higher. 
and and never mind gas prices and everything else. I mean, I wish the I wish the House had a way to say screw you, Biden. Start work on the Keystone again. I, I wish that would happen. I really do. But, I mean, folks are going to be going to the grocery store this weekend, stocking up for Thanksgiving, and uh, their grocery bill is in for a rude awakening. Oh, boy, is it because my turkey is costing 64 bucks, $64 for a turkey. Well, and there's two things to blame for that. Inflation primarily. Secondary blame goes to the bird flu that we've been going through since early spring. Well, I blame it on Biden anyway. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, he's he's a bird brain and he's had the flu. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you know, everything, everything you buy, if you can find it, because there's going to be shortages. People are going to, you know, they're they're going to be out of, of this or out of that. And with Christmas right around the corner and gift-giving season, I'll tell you what, don't be surprised if retail sales are stagnant or maybe down just a little bit this year from where they should be or where they were a year ago. Yeah, because the the stores are in such bad shape now, they actually have to raise their prices in order to even break even. If they can get the goods at all. If they can get them at all, because the supply chain is still messed up. And, you know, the railroads are close to uh, declaring a strike. Yeah, we thought they had that averted, but now that seems to be falling apart. So if the right. railroads strike, pff, that's big trouble. <laughs> if uh, if the diesel price or the diesel supply runs out, you're not going to get anything. But you know what? None of it's going to matter as long as we have uninformed and misinformed voters like in Pennsylvania and we keep electing, let's say, people who should not be in office. Yep. We don't need any more fetter people. No, we got Biden. That's enough. That's that's bad enough. Well, (laughs) folks, look, we're just about out of time. We only got a couple of minutes left. You know, whatever, folks, whatever you're doing for Thanksgiving, we hope you have a great time. We hope you do it safely. Diane and I are going to take a break. We're going to be gone all next week. No shows next Tuesday or next Friday, but we'll be back the week after that. Right, with some really interesting articles. And fun articles. Yes. Don't forget well, yours the fun. is fun. Mine is serious. <laughs> well, my, I, and I'll tell you what, you know, when I do snark, I always throw in a whole lot of facts. So yes, I'm teaching I'm teaching people something and making them laugh. Yes, and it's a good article. So we got all that to look forward to. But Diane, you guys down there in Florida, you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. And you too in cold Nebraska. Yeah, well, you know, we're used to it. I mean, this is the way it's always been and uh, we wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, well, for Thanksgiving and this. Christmas, we need that crispy air, you know? I'm used to paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can have it. Uh, we don't have alligators and hurricanes. So, you no, know, but we don't have blizzards and, and uh, tornadoes like you guys do. So yeah, it's, all, it's, it's always something, isn't it? It is. Can't get away from the weather. Not climate change, folks, but the weather. <laughs> the weather. That's what it's all about. Well, Diane, time to say goodnight. 
Nighty night, folks, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a great week next week. We'll see you the week after that. Bye-bye.